When you meet someone, do you wonder about their story? If you're like me, you're always interested in the lives, hopes, and dreams of people. Stories Connect People podcast will bring you interesting, inspiring, and compelling stories from people just like you and me. Stories that will inspire you. They'll make you laugh. You'll learn. They might even make you cry. But above all, you will feel connected and closer to the people around you. You may see yourself in these stories. You may feel connected because you share similarities in your own journey. There are rich, interesting stories closer than you think, maybe even yours. Thank you for listening to Stories Connect People. I am Polly Van Duzer, your host. My guest today on Stories Connect People podcast is Rob McMillan of Rob's Rescues. Rob's Rescues is a nonprofit organization with a mission to serve animals and give them a voice. Wait till you hear the impact this young man is making on his community and beyond. Rob has a passion for animals and as a young kid, he began volunteering at his local shelter. That has evolved into this inspiring mission to advocate, educate, and support shelter animals and urban wildlife coexistence. You won't believe all this 14-year-old, yes, I said 14-year-old, has accomplished and his mission continues to evolve. He volunteers at shelters, leads campaigns and efforts to collect pet food and supplies for shelters and families in need, and is bringing more awareness to the importance of wildlife. He is a writer and an interviewer. He writes about shelter animals needing homes and shares the great work of others by interviewing local policemen, wildlife rehabilitators, politicians, and of course directors of animal rescue organizations. And that is just to name a few. He has his own blog and for several years now has had columns in four Around Town magazines. He has his family, friends, and community behind his grassroots efforts, all to benefit animals who are our greatest companions. Welcome, Rob, to Stories Connect People podcast. Hello, Rob. How are you today? Welcome to Stories Connect People podcast. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, I am so glad to interview you. It's so exciting. I will start with how we were connected. So I interviewed um, the uh, Tanya and Toby from Second Life. Yeah. And um, several uh, weeks back, actually, if anyone wants to listen to that, it's episode 21 and the title is Second Life. And um, it was just a really great podcast with them. But um, a few weeks after that, um, Tanya had sent me your information and said she thought that you would be a great guest for Stories Connect People podcast. And so I am so glad that you're here today. Thank you. Um, I've actually interviewed them before. Um, basically what they do is they sell secondhand stuff to people and then they use those proceeds to help the animals that need them. They also help the animals off the streets of Cairo, Egypt. I know it's so great. So, and I love that you've interviewed them. They, uh, she told me that. So that's really awesome. 
Well, Rob, I mean, you are just an incredible young man and you. you are doing work that most adults don't do. And so, and you've been doing it for a while. And so I was so excited to bring your story to my listeners. And, um, and when I interviewed Tanya and Toby, their podcast was so popular. I think people just love stories about animals and animal advocacy. And that's kind of uh, what your mission is all about. And so yeah. why don't, um, just before you really get into a lot about um, your organization, just tell us a little bit about you. You know, how old are you and kind of what do you like to do? I am Rob of Rob's Rescues. I am 14 years old and I'm a freshman at Woodstock High School. I like to play, I like to play golf and basketball. That's so awesome. So do you have pets? Um, yes, I have two dogs and one cat. What kind of dogs do you have? I've got a Chihuahua mix down there, and I've got a Border Collie mix. Oh, cool. My little dog is part Chihuahua, so we call her Chubby Chihuahua, although she's like 25 pounds. Um, she's not short, though. Mine's about that as well. Well, I love your heart for animals. It's really incredible. So why don't you tell us um, just a little bit about how you started the organization and, and what it's about? So basically, when I was about in first grade, I used to go to the shelter once in a while and I read and played with the cats and dogs. And I asked my mom, how could we make this a bigger thing? And my mom said, I could email the editor of the Can magazine and ask her if I can do a monthly column for a cat and a dog in a shelter. And that's what I did. And she said yes. So I got myself my own article and just went from there. <laughs> well, that is... So impressive. And what initiative that, I mean, I know your parents have to be so proud of you for um, just your heart and your initiative. It's, it's so amazing. Um, so you started uh, this work, writing articles for the magazine. So kind of what did that look like starting out and, and um, how did that begin to grow and, and, at what point did you turn it into an organization? Um, well, it started out just like I had my I had a quarter of a page for a magazine, and it grew and grew as times went on. I added in interviews, and sometimes we have to fit the interviews into magazines at a time, and it just happens by small bits. You just grow by you don't really have to do large things to grow, just doing small steps at a time. Oh my gosh, that is just that's such a good just life learning, right? And and from a 14 year old, just really great advice. You, you know, it doesn't have to be this monumental. Um, work to really make a difference. Um, but it, I mean, it's for you and in the organization, it looks like it's turning into something or it has turned into to, uh, something that's, um, that's really magnificent. And so I know that you have so many people that are so proud of uh, the work that you're doing. 
So when you approach, so as you approach, you know, the magazines or, you know, the shelters and tell them what you're doing, what are some of the reactions that you get? Well, they're really supportive of me and they love it when I come to shelters and uh, write about the dogs and cats. They just, they're really supportive. How do you pick which one you're writing about? Like, tell me, tell me what, what moves you about the animal that you want to write about? Basically, when we write about them, there's, we got a few options and we basically write about the oldest one because they're the one that not most people want to adopt. Like the senior dogs don't get adopted as much as the younger ones. So we try to get them adopted and out there. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, uh, people want the younger dogs or the puppies. And so you're so right. The senior dogs kind of get left behind or go unnoticed, right? Yeah. Wow. And so do you, uh, so what are some of the things that you say about um, the animals when you write about them? Um, why I add their age, their names, I describe their personality and what they like to do, and what, like, what people should do for them, like, if they should get toys, how well they walk on a leash, and stuff like that. So incredible. I just love it. My And I'm just thinking while I'm sitting here, my friend Ivy is, like, she is so... Um, passionate about rescue and um, you know fostering dogs and uh, helping senior animals. And when she hears your podcast, she is going to absolutely love it and be so proud of you. Uh, she's in Australia now, but uh, she still does a lot of work for Dream. You might have heard of um, the Dachshund uh, Rescue. Oh, yeah. So how do you... So when you go to the shelters, what are some of the things that you do? Are you still reading um, stories and things, or has that expanded um, as you've kind of grown your mission? Why well, help around the shelter? Like lately, when I went to Cobb County just this weekend, I helped out with the cats. I gave them the cat scratchers and the beds and cleaned their litter box and that stuff. So I still like to play with the cats and dogs and hang out with them. It's really fun. What drives your love for animals? Is your family all a, a animal family? Like I'm just so curious. Like what? What? Um... I just feel like they're great compa- companions to people, and they should be cared for, just like they care for us. I so agree with that. Well, you have, um, so you said that you've, you know, turned your uh, featuring an animal in the magazines. And how many magazines do you, uh, you publish or, or do you get featured in right now? Um, four magazines. Four magazines. That's incredible. It's the Around Canton, the Town Laker, the Around Woodstock, and the Around Ackworth. Okay, and I'll put that in the show notes, so for anyone listening, if they want to go back and look look those up. So you turned that into um, featuring the animals, and then you started interviewing, I guess, different uh, folks uh, around. So talk about that and how that has helped your mission. Well, I interview people in the wildlife conservation and things other than just, like, 
cats and dogs. So I took yeah, yeah, I, I've seen some of that on your website. It's so great. So I like to just like do more than just cats and dogs. I've done some interviews about urban coexistence as well and how we should be able to coexist with like coyotes and squirrels and everything else. I do this because so it has the opportunity to help people like myself who doesn't understand anything about wildlife. Yeah, what an education um, for you. Are you able to use any of this in your schoolwork or um, do you, uh, can you take this into the classroom in any way? I've actually, I've spoke to some classrooms in oh. recent years. I've spoken to some elementary school classrooms and informed them mm -hmm. about like the animal rescue and all that. But in my school, like schoolwork that I do, I like to involve it as much as I can. But when I can't, it's fun. But when I can, I make sure to. Well, of all of the people that you've interviewed, I mean, just just talk about a couple of the interviews. So you talked about the the um, coexistence. But is there an interview or two that really stands out to you that might be your favorite? Well, I've I've went up to Minnesota actually to speak to Ru Yori, who's on the show called American Ninja Warrior. He advocates for pit bulls. It was a great interview that I had. I also interviewed Freedom Flights, and I got a fly in a plane with one of the dogs, and they carry the dogs out of state to homes that they can live in. I also spoke to. I also spoke to Sheriff Conway of Gwinnett County about jail dogs, which is basically the inmates take care of them and they walk them and they it's basically their little pet. Yeah, that is. I have um, heard about that um, work that they do. That's, that's really great uh, as well. Well, I love that you are taking your mission and finding ways to highlight the work that other organizations are uh, doing as well. I mean, that just really has to uh, deepen your understanding of um, not only your work, but uh, just what's going on, you know, around the community and all of that. That's, uh, that's really awesome. So when we talk about your organization, talk a little bit more about that. And so you uh, so talk about the mission and um and the work that you're doing with volunteers and things like that i mean you've got so much great stuff on your website um yeah so basically rob's rescues does three things one is i write about shelter animals one dog and one cat for every monthly column two i give out food to the people in need i do outreaches where I give food to the people. Like, one of my recent outreaches was in Rome. Me and, like, a group of people also involved in the animal community. We head down there, and we help out in, like, a neighborhood, and we give them the supplies that they need. And the third thing is I do interviews to give people a better understanding of what everybody does in the animal community and what their part is. Also, a fourth thing that's beginning to happen is I'm doing a show called Dr. Good Unleashed. What is that again, Dr.? Dr. Good Unleashed. 
Dr. Good was my first interview, actually, that I did. He is the founder of the Homeless Pets Society. Um, and it was really interesting. I actually got to watch him perform two operations. How does it feel to do this great work? And, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, you're doing you're doing work that adults, you know, that are four or five times your age, you know, haven't they've they've not accomplished the things that you have. How does it feel for you? This is just something, as I said before, this is just something that I do because I have the opportunity to help people but also to educate people and myself about shelter animals and how to educate wildlife. People often want to help animals but don't know how. I can really help with that. Wow. If you have pet food for pets that you want to donate, or toys, blankets, or towels, that sort of thing, I can get them to whoever needs them. Do you have um, like a core group of volunteers that uh, help you with that? Uh, stuff or do you do you coordinate that yourself um i've got a few people who've helped me with my success one of those is of course the editor of the can magazine andy hangan she's the reason why this whole thing happened because she didn't need to respond to my email that made rob jesky's a thing well i know she has got to be so proud of how far you've taken this. Another thing, another person who really helped me was my mom because she she basically gave me the idea and she made this thing happen and she's done a lot. And um, two other people are Lori and Captain Owens of Cherokee and Cobb County Animal Shelter, who have let me write about the dogs and cats. Captain Owens actually is now the sheriff of Cobb County. Well, um, do you have some animal success stories? Uh, we talked about your favorite interviews. Um, tell us about the animals. Have you, have you seen something that's been uh, particularly special for you in your work? Um, actually, I do. I saw a very old and sad dog in the Cobb shelter one day, and it was a white poodle, and it was in very bad shape. We put the picture on social media. A lady called Christy Reeves, who is a squirrel rehabilitator, and I've actually interviewed her before. Um, she saw the picture and went straight to the shelter to pick the dog up. He lives in a wonderful home now and lives a wonderful life. Oh, that's incredible. How old was the dog? Um, I think she was 10. So she'll have several more years of a great life. You said you had a couple. Is there anything else that stands out? Yeah. There was a, there was a cat at Cherokee County Animal Shelter. Oh, tell us about the cat. Um, his name was Tiger. He... Every single time I went there, I saw him. I did him a few times in my column. He just couldn't get adopted. When? Why not? Do you have any idea? Uh, he was a bit. He was a bit grumpy, and he. <laughs> You're describing the cat as grumpy. That is so funny. <laughs> um, but one of the workers there, one of the workers there actually adopted him and took him home. So I'm sure that he has a wonderful life now. 
So do you track um, the impact that you've had in terms of animals that have been placed in homes or the number of articles that you've done or donations you've gotten? Do you track any of that? I don't keep track of the animals that I've adopted because that's private information that's private information kept by shelters. Oh, yeah, I would guess. Sure. But do you have any do you have any stats that you want to tell us? I'm sure it's very impressive. But I do keep track on my donations I get that I receive. Such as food and toys and that. So the dry dog food that I've collected is three thousand seven hundred and ninety-five pounds. The dry the dry cat food is two thousand forty-six pounds. The cans of dog and cat food is four thousand three hundred and forty-eight. And the bags and boxes of dog and cat treats is four hundred and eighty-two. <laughs> that that is so impressive. Um, do you have plans for the future? Like what's, well, well, first of all, let me ask you this. I I meant to ask you this to begin with. What do you want to do or be when you grow up? I thought maybe a vet, but then I saw Dr. Good perform two operations and I thought maybe this is not for me. So I think that I'm going to study law and help people and animals, or maybe I'm going to be a politician and make good laws for the animals. I was a page in the Georgia Senate for Bruce Thompson and a page in the House of Representatives for Scott Turner, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, the, uh, being a page is not easy uh, to get, and so um, that is really impressive and a great experience as a young person. really is. Well, um, what's next for Rob's Rescues? What's next is probably Dr. Good Unleashed, um, which I... Which I've already said is a show filmed by DreamPost Films. And what is your role going to be with that? I'm going to be doing some projects. Like recently, I've built some feral cat shelters with my friends. And Jack Winch, who films it, he came over and he filmed some of that. And I've talked and I talked about what we were doing and where I was going to. So that's going to be like part of an episode in Dr. Go Unleashed. Yeah, that's great. I mean, just uh, you continue, you're continuing to build and build on your, um, on the work that you're doing. That's, uh, that's really great. Well, how can the community help you? If our listeners um, are interested in helping um, your organization or your mission, uh, what do you need? Um, well, they can spay and neuter to reduce unwanted animals and have less strays wandering around. They can also microchip their animals so they don't get lost and they can get home easily. They can adopt from shelters and donate food, treats, blankets, and towels. And those key points that you made about taking care of the animals and getting them chipped and adopting from shelters, those are such uh, critical things for just advocating for the animals because they can't take care of themselves, right? And so um, you are you are helping, um, you know, the, the animals that, uh, that need the humans to fight for them. And so, well, 
If our listeners want to follow your great work or find your interviews um, or donate to you, how do they do that? Um, they can go and find me on my website, which is robsrescues.com. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now you got to do is search up Rob's Rescues. I am going to follow you on both. That's great. Well, Rob, is there anything that we haven't talked about, um, about, you know, you personally, your work that uh, I didn't ask you that you want to share with our listeners? Um, you can have a look at my classroom video, which tells you how to, how to help shelter animals for younger kids. Okay, well, that's great. I'll show that to my uh, nephew as well. Um, and so I will, is that on your website? I can link to that in the show notes. Yeah, that's on my website. Rob, it was so great to have you on Stories Connect People podcast. I mean, you're an incredible young man, and the work that you're doing is so impactful. And I know that all of those that are involved um, in the animal shelters that you uh, visit and the paper in the magazines that you write in and um, all those that you touch with your volunteer efforts, I know they have to be so impressed with uh, the work that you're doing. And so on behalf of the animals, <laughs> I want to say uh, thank you and uh, thank you for all the great work that you're doing. So I will continue to follow you and follow all of the things that you have going on. I can't wait to see the show um, that you'll be a part of. And so I'm sure that will uh, be really, really neat. Um, so Rob, thank you for being a guest on Stories Connect People podcast. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Stories Connect People podcast. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, listen, rate, or share with others. I look forward to being with you next time on Stories Connect People podcast.